Thanks for tuning in to The Felon Experience. I am your host, Tyler Howell. Today, we will begin our new narrative for The Felon Experience by sharing the testimony and the conversion of Lawrence Butterfield. He is currently incarcerated in the Utah State Prison, and so I will be his vessel to share his testimony and his experience and his transformation through his conversion to the LDS faith. There is power in being heard and there is power in sharing our life experiences with others. So here is the written testimony of Lawrence Butterfield. For most of my life, my soul has ached for redemption. And that's exactly what this story is about. Anybody reading this or keeping an eye on my life has a front row seat to the power of Jesus Christ and the miracles he is working in my life today. I mean, can you think of anyone better equipped to be the hero of my redemption story than the Redeemer himself? I didn't think so. I didn't have it easy from the very first breath I took. My dad was in prison and both him and my mom struggled with drug and alcohol addiction. My mom also suffered from severe depression and other medical and mental health problems. My parents had divorced when I was two, but my dad was still around a lot until my mom remarried when I was about five years old. My stepdad also had a drinking problem. We were often neglected and exposed to a lot of terrible things. At one point, my dad was kidnapped by his drug dealer and beaten until my mom could pay for what he owed. There was a lot of fighting when they drank, resulting in my brother, my sister, and myself being removed from the house several times. While the gospel was not present in our house, both of my parents believed in Christ. I've only seen my mother in a church two times in my life, during my baptism and the day we buried her but she gave me an amazing gift that helped mold my faith today, prayer. She taught me to pray often and to do it in the name of Jesus. I started to attend the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints with my sister and was baptized when I was eight or nine years old. I was an intelligent and compassionate kid, but it didn't take long for my home life to twist the way I saw the world. I felt less and less comfortable around kids from church and mostly made friends with kids who came from similar situations that I could relate to. At the age of 10, I was already smoking cigarettes and marijuana. I became a felon at 12 years old, and being incarcerated became natural to me. Following in the footsteps of my dad and several of my uncles, I felt like crime was a part of life for people like me. It didn't take long for me to become involved in gang life, and even less time for it to consume me. Despite that lifestyle being a terrible thing, it gave me so much of what I had been missing in my life. An outlet for my anger, a sense of belonging and direction. My views on sex, marriage, violence, crime, and life in general were extremely distorted. I was involved in a lot of senseless gang violence and several of my friends were killed in that lifestyle. When my mom died, I was 18 years old and incarcerated in a juvenile prison. I took her death very badly and allowed that to feed the lies I was living 
and the anger inside of me. At 19 years old, I was on my way to prison. At first, I thrived in that environment. But after a few years, with that much time to think and observe gang life up close, I could no longer believe the lie that what I was doing was okay or somehow justified. I made the decision to leave the gang in 2016. And for the first time in so long, I felt hope. I had an experience during a stressful time where I felt the Holy Spirit throughout my body. No clue at the time that that's what it was. And the revelation impressed upon my mind, Jesus loves you. I thought I might be losing my mind and carried on thinking I had all the answers in life. I would start and end my day in prayer, but did very little outside of that to build my faith. When I was released, I attended church a few times, but didn't take it much further than that. I was doing so many good things that I'd never done before. The problem is that these good things, like working, paying taxes, spending time with family, and working on being a good man, came with stress I'd never had before either. My fall into drug and alcohol addiction was far from graceful, and it landed me back in the cell I'm sitting in as I'm writing this. When I came back to prison, I had to face the reality that I didn't know what I was doing and most of what I had been taught my whole life was a lie. I might have removed myself from the criminal and gang lifestyle, but I never filled that void it was covering up with anything positive. I knew from experience I couldn't do it on my own and that God was the answer. Having grown up going to a lot of AA meetings, I always heard people talk about a higher power and the importance of turning your will over to this higher power. They said it didn't matter what or who your higher power was. I remember one guy even going as far as saying it could be the sun. Heck, it could be this cup of coffee. This led me to the Book of Mormon. I started here for three reasons. First, I was baptized as a child and that told me that during the purest years of my life, I saw something true and enduring in the church. Second, a man named Gary Kale, who really tried to help me out in my life, once held out the Book of Mormon to me. He told me that whether I believe the book is true or not, it's an owner's manual for life. Third, on both sides of my family, there were ancestors of mine who believed in the gospel enough to give up everything they had to come west and gather Zion. As I started to study the scriptures and truly ponder them, I knew that I didn't want to believe in a God as lifeless as a cup of coffee. I need a living and a loving God. One that not only knows me, but loves me so much he has brought forth scriptures to this earth so that I can know him. One that has sent a prophet among us to guide and fortify his children. One who sacrificed his son for my salvation. I had tried to read scriptures before and never really made it far. But oh man, was this time different. I had a hunger to know my heavenly father like never before. I would pray for an understanding of what I read and to be blessed with the faith that I lacked. The presence of the Holy Ghost that I received has changed my life and my soul forever. The more I learn, the less I feel like an outsider. I mean, 
The Book of Mormon actually starts off with a dysfunctional family, which is something I can relate to all too well. As you know, I wasn't given much of a value system from my role models. Now I have a handbook of example after example of what it looks like to be a kind, loving, and faithful person. What characteristics a father, son, brother, and friend are truly supposed to have. I'm learning what it really means to be a man. I have learned the truth about sex and marriage and the sacred roles they can have in our lives. I know that I have a father and a mother in heaven who love me dearly and are rooting for me to fulfill my divine potential and come back home. A major doctrinal principle that has truly changed my heart is knowing that every person on earth has already picked a side. We chose to follow the Savior, and that's how we gained physical bodies. I no longer look at the world as this hateful and wicked place. I see brothers and sisters struggling through the ways of the world to become the divine beings we were always meant to be. Some are more lost than others, but we're all in this together, and we are meant to love and help each other along the way. I didn't just jump out of bed one morning, singing, I am a child of God, at the top of my lungs. Faith was a gradual and sometimes undulating thing for me. It worked in me over the years until finally it started to show itself on the surface and in my life. There was a point in time when I was so caught up in the world and what others thought that I would have been embarrassed to admit that I think there's some truth to the gospel. But now, oh no. No embarrassment or fear involved in my relationship with Christ at all. Now I'll look you or anyone else in the eyes and tell you that I know the Savior lives and that through the prophet Joseph Smith, the Father and the Son, brought forth the Book of Mormon for the salvation of mankind. Yep, even you and I. I'm so grateful for that because I happen to have a soul that's in dire need of salvation. I'm also thankful that the plan of salvation through Christ's atonement isn't a plan of perfection, but a plan of redemption. Today I woke up in a jail cell. I will tomorrow as well. But I'm not angry, bitter, or afraid of what the future might hold. I wake up grateful for the day and ready to let the Lord work through me, no matter where I am. I'm more hopeful about my life than I've ever been. This is only possible because of God's love and the sacrifice made by my Redeemer, Jesus Christ. I've been attending church meetings here at the jail for almost two years now. I prayerfully study the gospel daily, have a relationship with God, fast, gave up my long-lasting love affair with coffee, and even pay tithing, although I have to pay it as a fast offering since technically incarcerated people can't pay tithing. I'm sharing my story because maybe there's someone who needs to hear and see that Christ is alive today. By putting action behind my faith in the Savior, He has truly transformed me. It doesn't matter how lost you are or where you're at, God is waiting for you. I know that He loves you and will take you as you are today. 
Thank you for listening to The Felon Experience and the testimony of Lawrence Butterfield, who is incarcerated at this moment in the Utah State Prison. There is no right or wrong way to share your story, your transformation, and what has worked for you to change your life. If you or a loved one would like to share your story, whether they are incarcerated or they are free, please go to felonexperience.net. At the top of the page, click send a message and contact me. This podcast is not for me. It is for you so that you can change and transform your life through the experiences and the transformations of others. Feel free to leave a review as well to support this podcast and its purpose for the lives of others.